Hey everyone, what is going on? Welcome to the Faith Life and Fitness Show, a podcast designed to bring the faith and the fitness communities together. My name is Caleb Cavasis, and I am a husband, father, pastor, and CrossFitter. And I'll be sharing personal stories and biblical truths to inspire everyday athletes like you and I to live a God-first life. If you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, what's going on, Faith Life and Fitness fam? It is your host, Kalem Cavasas, coming at you with another episode of the Faith Life and Fitness show. Man, I'm super excited about today's episode. We are going to be talking about coachability, one of my favorite, favorite topics in regards to how we live our lives and how we can just excel in everything we do. The question I have for you today is, are you coachable? All right, as we jump into the talk. Most of you know, if you've listened to the podcast at any time, that I've done some coaching in my life uh, with some varsity kids uh, on football teams. Uh, I've also been a pastor, um, an amateur CrossFitter. The CrossFit Games just in, or the CrossFit Open just ended not too long ago, and I did not make it, but that's okay. That's okay. That gives at least gives me a baseline to where I needed to go. But hey, today we're going to be talking about this topic of coachability. The question that I have is, is are you coachable? I know in most of our aspects of our lives, we are often the student. We're rarely the teacher. And the one thing that is constant is that we always have to be learning. Uh, The one who needs a coach is the learner. See, there's a saying that I love that goes like this. It says, if you stop learning, you stop growing. And I believe that this is absolutely true in every aspect of our lives, whether it's your spiritual life, whether it's your physical life, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your relationships, you can put it anywhere that you want to. If you stop being a learner, you stop growing in that aspect. And I am truly a firm believer in that. And I believe this, that we have never never arrived at the place of perfection. If you're listening to this right now and you believe that you're perfect, I'm just going to tell you, you probably should just turn this off right now because uh, I know I am not perfect. I believe that the listeners that are listening right now are not perfect. So we're all in the same boat, rowing an imperfect boat into a place of uh, trying to get to where God wants us to be. But the question is, is are we coachable? As a former coach, one of the things that I would always say is give me a kid who is coachable over the kid with just talent. Now, I've gotten some backlash with that, especially with my kids, and they talk about talent all the time, and I am not saying that I don't want a talented athlete on my team. The question is, is oftentimes what I've seen is the most talented athlete on the team is rarely coachable because they believe that they're better than everybody else and not willing to take coaching. Now, if you can give me both of those in the in the athlete where someone is coachable and has super talent, we're going to go far with that and the team will go far because that person will excel in every aspect and bring those along with them. I look at professional athletes, I've never been a coach in the professional world or in the college world, but even some of those that are uncoachable, they feel like they've arrived because they've gotten drafted in the NFL or the NBA, they make all of this money and you can't tell them anything because they think that they know it all and they go in there and they don't perform to the level that they're supposed to because they're not 
not coachable. They don't fit a scheme for uh, football or they don't jive with the chemistry of the basketball team or whatever it may be. It's because you're not coachable. And I believe in everything that we do, coachability is the foundation that we need to have so that we can continue to learn about who we are and about how to get to where we are. Our spiritual walk is is kind of like that. And so you have to think about being coachable in your spiritual life. See, there's a book in, in the Bible called Proverbs. And if you're familiar with that, it's, it's the book of wisdom. Uh, King Solomon was one of the wisest guys that had ever lived, and he wrote the book of Proverbs, 31 chapters. Uh, recommend if, you, if you're looking for somewhere to start reading the Bible, you can read a proverb a day. You're going to get a lot of great wisdom. There's a lot of poetry in there. So if you like poetry, it could be up for you. Um, if you don't like poetry, sorry, but I think that there's some great nuggets within the book of Proverbs, and we're going to talk about one of them today. So wisdom comes from learning, and learning comes from coaching. And you don't need to have a life coach in your life. And, and those that are doing life coaching, those that are doing uh, coaching in financial things, listen, they, they, they are not at the pinnacle of where they are. They have been given talents and abilities, but I guarantee you this, they are not, uh, they don't stop learning as well so that they can coach their clients and teach their clients as well. I think of, of teachers. Uh, we've got uh, teachers that are all around. They don't stop learning as well. Even though they're teaching a subject that they may know very well, they're probably also studying a better way to teach that s- subject or whatever it may be. And see, King Solomon, I think, believed the same way when it came to our spiritual walk. And I believe it, 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 he, he, he knew being the wisest person on the planet, he knew that there was something about being coachable, being a learner and a student of God's word and a student of what God wanted us to do that would change our lives for the better. You know, he was the wisest person who ever lived, and he knew we needed to seek out the greatest coach that ever existed, and that is God. Don't put people in your life that are going to point you in the direction opposite of God. God is the ultimate coach, but God has given the abilities to to pastors, to counselors, to teachers, to mentors, to guide you in the right direction, to give you some advice that you may not have, uh, that, that may have walked the path that you're going to walk into, that give you wisdom and guidance and coach you along the way. Those are all great aspects of coachability and being coached in those that are around you, but don't ever let them replace the ultimate place of God. In Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Now, I want to I stop right there because I want to break this down just for a second. This word fear is, uh, for lack of better terms, it's not the pee in your pants, I'm scared because I watched a scary movie type of fear. This isn't the, I'm afraid of the dark, or I'm afraid of snakes and spiders, or uh, weird things like clowns or heights kind of fear. This is a fear that is in reverence of who God is. So thinking about who God is and his authority and his love and his, uh, just who he is, you would, you would revere who he is. If, if, if he would walk into a room, you would bow into his presence because you would revere who he is. That is the fear that he is talking about, not, uh, being scared out of your mind and running the other way because, you know, a a crazy clown was chasing you because that's not the fear that we're looking for. We're looking for reverent fear. See, and this is just the beginning. 
to understand who God is and to understand who God is in your life and the coach that he can be, the, the, the guide that he can be, the teacher that he could be is the beginning of gaining wisdom. Listen, it's being coachable is, is this thing what I talk about is being vulnerable. Right. So let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about the the star athlete on the football team. Let's talk about the senior who has led for four years and the senior quarterback who is going to go division one because he's got all the talent in the world. Being vulnerable is stepping out of your comfort zone and saying, Coach, I don't I don't know this play. I don't know how to read this defense. I don't know how to do this. And coachability is when you make a mistake or that quarterback makes a mistake and the coach gets on that quarterback for making that mistake, coachability says, I'm going to learn from what the coach says. Take this into your fitness life. If you think that you have arrived at whatever you're doing, uh, first of all, let me say this. If you're a CrossFitter right now and you believe that you have arrived, um, I want to meet you. I want you on this podcast because I need to know exactly how you arrived at where you are. And so I, I think coachability is is key when it comes to our fitness. Uh, I, I think of guys like, like Rich Froning and, and Matt Frazier, uh, Noah Olson, all of those guys in the CrossFit world, Tia Claire Kumi, uh, all, of the, all of the athletes that are out there are still being coached to this day. Matt Frazier, recently retired, uh, stepped away from the games, five-time world's fittest man, was being coached on a daily basis to get better at his craft. Tia Claire Kumi, if you follow her on Instagram, she does the same thing. She tells you who her coach is. They are training on a regular basis so that she can get better. She's getting feedback and that she's, a, she's adjusting based on that feedback. No one goes into being an elite athlete without having coaching and learning from their coaches. Why would we walk into our spiritual lives any different? Why would we walk into our spiritual lives thinking that we know it all, that we've got it all under control, that we know what we're doing? Because that's pride. You know, pride is, is what sets us up to, be, uh, uh, to fail at the, at the end of the day. God is not calling us to pride. God is calling us to be coachable and learners of what he has to say. Being coachable by God can look multiple different facets. And I believe this. I believe God has put people into our paths, whether they're um, older people in our lives that have walked the path, whether they are uh, peers in our lives that keep us accountable to the things that we say that we're going to do, whether it's your pastor, whether it's uh, a ministry leader that is in your life. I'm not talking about the people that you, you listen to on the TV or the podcast that you have no relationship with. I'm talking about those people that can walk into your life and speak life into what you're doing and that you are vulnerable enough to share where you're struggling. That's where coachability starts, guys. That's where coachability begins. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We have to be vulnerable in our lives to allow people to come in, to allow people to uh, correct us when necessary, to allow the Holy Spirit to correct us when necessary, allow God to correct us when necessary, and be vulnerable enough to share some of our um, failures with people so that we can get better at it. 
vulnerability is huge in our lives. I don't think that we can walk around not being vulnerable and not being coachable. I think that is the, the, the recipe for pride and failure. You know, shameful and shame and all of these other things that come into our lives is, uh, is what guides us to not be vulnerable to other people. L- let me explain that. Maybe you've opened yourself to being coachable to someone. Maybe you've opened yourself to a, a ministry leader, a friend, a peer, uh, even a pastor. Uh, I'm I'm going to speak. I'm just going to speak frankly right now. Is that maybe you've opened yourself to to a pastor in your life, and they have burnt you, they have hurt you, um, they have taken what you've said and your vulnerability, and you've laid your heart on the line, and you're looking for guidance, and they've stepped all over it, and you are sitting there listening to this right now, going, Caleb, there's no way that I can be vulnerable to anybody else. I hear you. I've been there. I've walked that path. That is a very difficult place to be in. But I'm here to encourage you that that's not everybody. Everybody's not going to take your 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 mess and air it to the world or step on it or degrade you or anything like that. There are people out there that really do want to help us and help you get to the place where you want to be. I think of a, as a coach and and watching um Watching other coaches berate, degrade, yell, belittle athletes, and sometimes I, I can I can see this happening in the heat of the moment. Coaches not understanding what's coming out of their mouths or the or the the tone that they're speaking with, the mannerisms that they're using. But a real coach is going to understand where to push, where to pull, where to guide, and where to comfort. Uh, there are going to be times where you need to be pushed. Uh, you, you're not going to like what the coach says. You're not going to like what the pastor says. You're not going to like what your friends say. But you need to be pushed. Coachability means that you're going to listen to that and you're going to move forward in those areas because you know it's better for you. It's not about shaming you. It's not about being hurtful. You know, being coachable, like I said, is being vulnerable, vulnerable to acknowledge your weaknesses. To take the hard truth and to be big enough to do something about it. I know God is often coaching me up. I know there are a lot of things in my life that God is coaching me, and He's using other people to help be the coaches in my life. He celebrates my wins and my strengths, but he also helps seize my flaws. And see, like I said before, God is not the one that is going to help you see your flaws in a shameful or hurtful way, but in a way that will make you better. I know any time that God has brought that into my life, it is for my betterment. I've gotten better out of it. Being coachable is listening to feedback. That's hard. I remember as a manager, I did a 360-degree assessment of my leadership and my management, uh, sent it out to my team, sent it out to my peers, and the feedback that I got almost broke me. It was really tough to read, and very uh, direct feedback in how 
people saw who I was. And as I read that, I was, my jaw hit the floor. I was in shock because it, in my heart, I knew that that wasn't me, but that was how I was portraying myself. Being coachable is being able to look at that feedback, get over the shock, and then assess what may be happening because that's how people see me. How do I change that? How do I figure out what am I doing in order to cause people to see me in that way? What am I doing in order to not learn the, the move that I need to be making or the play that I need to be playing or um, to know where I need to be spiritually? I need to have a 360-degree assessment in my life. Maybe you need to have that assessment done in your life. Maybe you need to be asking the people around you, where do they feel like you are? Listen, if, you, if you're not ready for that feedback, I'm going to say put a pause in that because that's going to be a tough time for you to listen. If you're ready for that feedback, it's one of the most beneficial, most gut-wrenching, but uh, life-giving moments that you can take and you can change. I can remember that I did that one year. Um, I worked on it tremendously for 12 months. I took it again, and my 360-degree assessment completely changed because I took the feedback to heart. I was coachable, allowed people in my life to coach me up and talk to me in a way that says, hey, do you remember what we talked about? You're starting to do that again. Here's where I saw that. And I, and I started to understand and see what different lenses and started to understand where I was at. And then I realized I needed a change. How about you? Do you need a change? You know, like I said, being coaching is listening to that feedback and correction. Then taking that and putting it into real practice. So as we wrap up this podcast, I want to ask you this question. Are you coachable? Are you coachable in your fitness life? Are you allowing the coach to uh, teach you new moves, stretch you in places where you're not supposed to, uh, where you don't think that you could be uh, at at this place right now? Because you know they see you differently. How about that athlete out there? Are you being coachable? Or are you just being the, uh, the big man or big girl on campus? Who thinks they know it all? Are you learning from your coaches? And then finally, how about your spiritual life? Are you allowing the spiritual mentors? First of all, do you have spiritual mentors in your life? If you don't, you need to get them. Uh, shoot us uh, an instant message on uh, DMS on on Instagram. I'd be I'd love to talk with you further about how getting spiritual mentors in your life. If you have them, are you listening to them? Or are you just checking a box to say, yep, I got those, I met with them, and I'm not really vulnerable with them, so I'm not really going to change. But are you being coachable? Because at the end of the day, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Being coachable is just the beginning. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on the shows. Finally, Our goal is to encourage you to live a God-first life. If you think others would benefit from what you heard today, please share it. We'll catch you next time on the Faith, Life, and Fitness Show.